So welcome to another episode of the Happy Startup School Community Podcast, a podcast for members of our community to share ideas and thoughts that I and Lawrence have, uh, stories that come up from the community, and also to showcase challenges and that members are having that through discussion on this podcast, maybe they'll help you. And so this is one such episode where I'm talking to Gail Bainbridge about launching her first course and the things that she's been thinking about uh, with regards to getting awareness but also turning that awareness into people who want to pay for the course. Uh, We start off the discussion uh, halfway through, um, well we start off the podcast halfway through a discussion about hula hooping and what that means in terms of life. Sometimes you don't but yeah you keep going and then eventually you'll gain some momentum in your project and when you gain momentum it requires less energy and effort. So I was thinking about, it's, it's for me, it's more about you can have many projects, but it's not a good idea to start them all at the same time. Like you need some of them to be in momentum. Yes, because of the cognitive load and the learning. Yes, that take, exactly. That. The amount of effort at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. If that. you have... Okay. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I like. Yeah, I, <laughs> I totally that's see where that. My brain went when I was hula hooping. I went, "Oh my god, this is a bit like life." That's like I have a crazy brain. <laughs> well, I think it's for me. It's it's the stories that resonate or the, that are inspired through maybe mundane activities or things that you're doing that you again allows your mind to drift. Exactly. But that. then it's the stories that you can create that then resonate with other people. Exactly. I was talking to someone yesterday at an ideas cafe and she has um, a framework around happiness and it's, and it's quite complicated and, psycho- and it's all about psychology and, and other things. And she was kind of like struggling with how do I explain this quite complicated but very impactful thing to other people um, because, you know, they need it. It's useful. And, and if, and like you were saying, well, the way I took what you're saying, you know, you're trying to capture a very deep, challenging thing that's actually in, in detail is quite complicated and intricate. You know, how do we get things done, make thing make an impact, especially at the beginning when you've got lots of things to, mm. to get on with, and why is it why they're not moving forward? And then you have a story. <laughs> you, you tell a story, just like, oh yeah, yeah. But at some point, it is mindlessly easy. Yeah. And it well, it's still yeah, and, and 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 you might take your eye off the ball, and it might suddenly grind to a halt. So you know, like hula hooping drops to the floor. Yeah. And then what you got to do is not give up. You go back to the beginning, and you have to put in a consistent amount of effort to get it back up again until it's in momentum. Pick it up. It's, yeah. It was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, the, uh, the the hula hoop framework of Gail Bambridge. Yeah. <laughs> Life's a hula hoop. That's pretty much what my blog's called. <laughs> there we go. Boom. We're looking forward to seeing it. So I, I, I cheekily started recording because oh. I thought there were some useful bits and pieces there. No worries. Um, I'll let you off. So <laughs> just in the interest of disclosure, um, uh, yes, you're, you've now been recorded and it is there for posterity. And it might be in the outtakes, but with your permission, I'm going to keep it in there anyway. Um, I was planning, um, so I, I think to start off with with this podcast, I don't want to make it heavy. And like yesterday's experience of now having to uh, 
do post-production in order for the podcast to work uh, is already draining me. Yeah. Um, and the reason that springs to mind is like, I, I, I you know, in one house, I'm going to come, I'm going to plan the structure of this podcast and we're going to make sure it hits the mark. And then it just goes, flies against the whole intention of this podcast. This podcast is supposed to be effortless. It's about mm-hmm. connecting. Mm-hmm. And hopefully through that connection, something drops out that is interesting to the listener. Um, and uh, and the only constraint I would put, it's, it's not the uh, hard, hard constraint, but the constraint that I'd like to have is it to hit 20 minutes if possible. Um, and so we will be mindful of the time because we want people... Effort, we want, I want this, or my intention is effortless to create and effortless to listen to. Yeah. And yeah, so if we can, that makes if sense. We can 20 minutes, I think, is a perfect. That, I was listening to a podcast yesterday that was 20 minutes and it was actually perfect because I was just nipping out to the shops to run an errand. And it meant yeah. that in the car on the way there and way back, I'd listen to the podcast. So it's like a short amount of time and I've managed to listen to the podcast. And we all have that busy life where we're like, where am I going to find time exactly. to listen to a podcast? Yeah, um, exactly. Actually, That's it. while you're driving, is perfect because there is nowhere else to be. <laughs> and we make it accessible and you can use it where you want exactly. without it being a burden. Yep. So with this uh, this episode, this is one of uh, a few that I've now been doing with the community. It, the, the source of it, the reason it came up about, the reason I was inspired was our conversation about launching your new course. Mm-hmm. Um, and you came to me with a question around whether, well, you, the way I heard it, and you, correct me if I'm wrong, you came to me with an, a challenge, which was, uh, I want to get more people on this course. And then the question was, should I make, well, one question was, can I share it with the community? And another question was about making it free. Mm. Um, and now it sounds like you've answered the second question. Yeah. Uh, and you, you're gonna, you're not gonna make it free. I'm not gonna make it free. after the pricing workshop that we we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and then when you said, okay, I want to fill this workshop, I had a question: is what is the challenge that we you need to to tackle? Is it that you just need more eyeballs, or is it conversion? You know, if people see it, they've read it, but they're just not buying. And that, for me, was a simple way of just breaking down the problem. Sure. And I just want to, that, did that make sense to you? And, sense. and how did that land for you as well? No, it totally makes sense for me. Um, and I, yeah, it was really useful to have it broken down as well. Because, you know, how it occurred to me was, ah, there's just not enough people doing the course. And when I say enough, where I'm at with the course is, um, I'm wanting to work with enough people that I can get the feedback on how it is in its current state to um, add in things that people might need so I can create another iteration of the course. I want it to be able to help as many people as possible. So where I was at was there was two people signed up and that wasn't a broad enough um, range of people to give me that feedback. Um, yeah, so it was more about that than the money, <laughs> but the, the, the session on pricing was invaluable because I think where I went to was like a scarcity. There's not enough people. Where am I going to find the people? And then my brain followed an old pattern down to, um, 
people don't want to pay for it. So when you ask the question of what, you know, breaking it down, is it that not enough people are seeing it or not enough people are see- signing up? I, I think I see it's not enough people seeing it. So cool. it's, it's reach. Good. So then you have now a, a clear, well, you can start thinking about clear strategies and you can focus your energies on the right thing. Exactly. Um, so the question, uh, just to, to make sure you're, you're happy with that focus, is that the people who have seen it, um, and oh, let's put it another way, when you have shown your course to the right people, it has made complete sense, and and it sounds like you already had two people who said yes, and that's that's good. Yeah, the feedback I've got is that it makes um, it makes sense to people. Um, I have a number of people who are interested at, in doing the course, but have said that they're not at position to do it now. So the interest is there from the people that I've reached. So I'm happy that that the message and the value and things are being communicated. And okay. yeah. And so, like looking at this from a, a kind of a more objective point of view, uh, and this is uh, kind of zooming mm. out. Um, one way of looking at you know the whole sales funnel process is uh, you assume like a percentage conversion rate. Yeah? yeah. So you say three out of ten people who will read this course description will buy. Yeah. And then you extrapolate. So if I need six people, I need to get twenty people looking at this mm-hmm. course, this course mm-hmm. material. Um, and that's just, yeah, that's very simplistic, and it doesn't really capture everything because again, it all depends on the quality of the people you approach. Yeah. So thinking about you know getting more eyeballs on it, there is the thought that okay, if it is three out of ten. If I stick it on Facebook and I get 100 people seeing it, does that mean I get 30 people wanting to buy it? Mm. And so I say that not um, well for the sake of awareness so that we understand the strategy. Because like we, for instance, we could share it with the community uh, and we have like over 200 people there. Sure. Say we have 50 people see it. Because people aren't always on the platform mm-hmm. and things go through the feed. And then it's then understanding of those 50 people, how many of those do we think are the target audience? And there's that idea is like, how, how do we define the target audience? And then of that target audience, what's the average number of people we think we'll, we will convert? And that's kind of the very theoretical way of looking at it. Um, so... I mentioned this stuff is then, you know, in an ideal world, what you want to do is then you, you, as part of this launch isn't just learning how the product works. It's also learning how the sales process works. Oh, exactly. So all of Exactly. Yeah. And I think the thing for me is, um, I come from, I come from a, a business that doesn't work quite the same way. So it's all a learning curve for me. You know, in in accountancy, somebody comes to you because they just need an accountant and you happen to be local. It really does appear to be that straightforward. Um, And then they stay with you for 10 years and pay you a monthly amount. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the um, whole process of looking at things from this perspective is sort of new to me. Um, And I guess I hadn't thought about it in much detail because what I thought was, I only need 
between five and ten people to make it viable, I'll just have lots of conversations. Mm. Um, and then I was thinking that was going to work, and then when it didn't work, then I was like, ah, oh, oh, my God, it didn't work. I have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the thing is there wasn't a plan. It was like, I just talked no. to some people. And, the you know, the people that would have already done the work with me said, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm sharing it with so many people. I'm like, oh, yeah, people are talking about it. It's out there. Um, and so I left, I kind of put too much trust in that people would come to me the, rather than me being out there talking about it, I think is my first learning point. <laughs> and I, that's quite interesting because yesterday, well, I've got two stories. Mm. Firstly, yesterday we were talking about a similar kind of thing, particularly with this lady who has this, this kind of framework around happiness and she was trying to understand why people aren't taking up the the coaching um option that she was pro- providing and and it was really about i think knowledge you know knowledge first awareness mm. who are you do you, does this thing actually exist so like you said getting eyeballs on it then there's actually like having an affinity for it liking the person you know okay she says she's talking my language i really click with her and then finally it's like okay i trust her now and so i'm going to yeah. make the make the transition and the other stories for us is the when we first launched our homeschool program, um, we got I think a hundred people on that course, um, and they were paying at least ninety nine dollars each. And that's like that's an amazing story. So ah oh, yeah, you know you can launch a course and then put it on the internet, and suddenly you can get loads of people on it. I think the the backstory to it though is that we'd spent two years yeah building up awareness through our blogs through yeah, writing, medium, talks, workshops, all that stuff. Yeah. And then, then it was like, okay, we kind of feel like there's a lot of people following us. They trust us. They know us. They, well, they know us. They like us. They trust us. They're on a mailing list, the classic sales funnel. We just need to find out what is useful for them. Yeah. Um, and what I was talking to Alan yesterday is like there's the – uh, the approach most people take is like I have a product I know it's I I got a real good feeling that it's good let's find people who will want to mm. to buy mm. it and so it's it's then it's that's perfectly fine and I think your approach you know I want to get people on it and I want to iterate it and change it and, and refine it it's then a case of really being real the the work is kind of being clear about all or hunting around who is the perfect customer yeah. for this not only in terms of their need but their affinity to me yeah yeah and that's that's an interesting um point as well like who is the perfect customer um so when i started thinking about this well basically the the whole idea came out of me sorting out my own finances let's be honest and doing the lots of research and using my accountancy experience to figure out a way that worked for me and then I was like oh I've now come up with this way that I think is really excellent and then I started sharing it you know with friends and family um but the main idea was like I want to help business owners because in my experience as an accountant one of the problems that businesses have is that business owners um sporadically take money out of the business and sometimes do that when the business doesn't have enough money in it to support them so if we start with the personal finances um we can look at that um and 
and the course is about money, but it's also about balance. So, you know, as you know, I sold everything and set off in a motorhome and discovered that I can spend half as much money and be twice as happy. So it was like also exploring <laughs> into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I went through the process with my sister, who isn't a business owner. She's a mum and she's full-time employed and two children. And she said, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's really helped me out. Why are you saying you're only offering it to business owners? I know loads of people that this would be great for. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, mm. And so, actually, I think I started with a focus and it's expanded. And people are saying to me, oh, this course is useful for everyone, which is useless from a marketing perspective. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody should do my course. It's not going to land very well, you know. Um, so I'd be interested actually on your thoughts on that. Do I, um, rein it back in and say, actually, I'll start with this more niched group. And then if other people are interested, that's fine. You know, like where Mm -hmm. do I go with the way I I, I'm speaking, um, and who I'm talking to probably now, as I'm saying it to you, answering my own question, where I have, what's come up for you, where I have the affinity is in, um, in my communities, which is in the happy startup community and some other business communities that I'm in. Cool. But yeah, your thoughts would be also useful, I think. Well, this is, this is the work I think that you're doing right now. And this is, this is the valuable work. So what came, you know, one of the things that, that struck me when you were talking is like your sister said, this is great. This is valuable. This is really amazing. Um, so the, the the two questions there is what is what is it what is it about it that's amazing? What is it helping her do? How is her life now suddenly going to be better because of it? Mm. And the way she phrases it is then for someone like her, those are the words that are potentially going to resonate with other people like her. Yeah. The other you know thing to however to be very wary of is then would she pay you for that? Because there's saying, oh, that's amazing, that's great. But then it's, is it great enough for me to give you money for? And that's always, and then, you know, when we were talking earlier about should I give this course for free, that's great if you're really clear that the reason why you want to give it for free isn't about understanding the value of it, it's understanding how do I deliver it, how does it work, what's the structure like, and getting feedback very much about the product. Mm. However, if you want to know what the value of it is, ultimately it will be someone has to give you money. And that's the pain of leaving, basically the pain of parting with my money is less than the gain of you, you know, that that I will get after doing your Mm. course. Mm. Interesting. And I think, um, I'll check with her, but I think that where my sister's at is now she's done it, she says she would pay me for it. But I'm not sure when she started she would have done. <laughs> so it's that proof of, well, th- proof this of is, concept, this is a, isn't it? <laughs> it works. Yeah. yeah. But but this is the interesting thing then. It's like um firstly, and this I don't know how sensitive this is, could you go back to her and say, Great, how much are you gonna give me? Because that's the that's the 
that is the really hardcore objective yeah, yeah, yeah. theoretical litmus test but then in terms of you know she at the beginning she didn't know what it was and that now at the end she's really valuing mm. it that's where the language yeah. is important and so well, what language is she using what is it that's really valuable for her a there's a testimonial yeah. but b it's it then is clear that there's an education piece yeah so there's a content driven and i would you know my bias now is towards the stories story based education piece that needs to be yeah given if you're going to tackle for instance people like her who might not value it in sure. the first place and i've got a couple of other people who are um running through it currently so there'll be some more stories cool. so it's capturing that i'm a bit chicken and egg mm. in that i've got some people doing it um where I'm going to be able to capture these stories, but I haven't got the stories yet, and I want to start talking about it, but yeah. I haven't got the stories. But it's <laughs> that's the messy reality. Yeah, yeah. That is the messy reality. All this stuff. There's like there's the kind of like the, the courses, the programs, the frameworks, and they say, ah, oh, yeah, this is how you do it. And then there's a the human. I just need to get stuff out, and I need to make it work, and I need to get people telling me stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's looking at how to do that. Yeah. So I th- I would say you know for me it's it's like appreciating um, how to put it I think you know accepting you know we we just got to muddle through mm-hmm. and we got to mess around uh, but um, to avoid getting lost in that muddling through having some kind of idea of a strategy or a framework yeah. or something to hold a structure to hold on to so that when it does get a bit chaotic. Um, and and just hustling feels energetically sort of draining. I can then settle back into a structure and say, okay, is it the conversions? Is it the eyeballs? Is it the value proposition? Is it the market? Is it the audience? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I spoke to um, Nick the other day as well as part of the course, and he's like, "You're just not out there talking about it. Start doing some videos." And I was like, "Ah, oh, there we go. We've hit that wall again." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like doing videos. Um, so yeah, it, that, and that's a personal challenge for me because yeah. um, what most people say to me is when they're in a conversation with me about it, or when I speak about it, it's much more clear than when they're just reading about it on a piece of paper. So, mm. so here's, here's an idea. Here's a, <laughs> yeah, here's a little thought, and this is something that I I have some energy for because I think this is something I feel I can help a lot mm. with. And so tell me if I'm wrong here. We could have a conversation like this, a series of three conversations, where we just talk about what it is you're trying to create and why you're trying to create it and how it works. And I can maybe quiz you and we can just basically through a a very short, simple narrative, maybe a series of ten, not ten, three ten-minute conversations, Mm. create something that doesn't feel scary because it's not on your own. It's a nice, relaxing conversation, just like we're having now, but it communicates what you believe in uh, in a way that's accessible for people to just tap into and get more awareness of who you are and why you're doing it. That sounds fantastic. I would definitely take you up on that. Boom. (laughs) Okay. So next steps for me would be um, to start off a narrative. So let's create a constraint. It's three episodes, 10 minutes long a message that you would like to communicate within each episode or maybe two, whether it's a story, personal story or a, or a part of the framework. And then we craft that together to then say, all right, this looks interesting. 
let's just riff off it. Yeah. And then you've got something to share. Super. That sounds great. Brilliant. Cool. Excellent. It feeds my need for more conversations and learning and connecting with really interesting people. I hope it feeds your need to then get your story out there and be comfortable with this kind of like just saying your thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then and feed the need of other people who really who really need to get their head around this whole money thing that they're trying to tackle. Definitely, definitely. And for me, it's like realizing that this is what it means to be in a community as well. You know, it it took Mm. it took me something to reach out to you to say I'm struggling um, because that's not the kind of person that I am. I like to yeah. get things done. <laughs> um, and then as soon as I reached out, it's like, oh, here's some ideas. Let's try this. Let's try this. And so this is, this is yeah. the value for me as well in what it is to be in this community. Um, and I want to be able to offer things as well. It's like a two-way street. But, yeah, so I just wanted to acknowledge that how great it's been to actually say I'm struggling, can I have some help, and find that actually there's help there. Awesome. Well, that's great. Thank you very much for that. That's just like, that has just made my day. <laughs> really, 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 really has. Not only have I, I just done a, something I always love doing, having nice, really interesting conversations, but now I've had that. That's amazing. Good. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gail. I am looking forward to doing this little series of conversations and, and sharing that with the community and and getting off, you know, getting some thoughts and yeah. feedback from people, and hopefully, a more awareness of what you're doing. Fantastic! I'm looking forward to it too. Actually, that's a bit strange, but yeah, <laughs> excited to talk about it. Brilliant! Great! Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. <laughs>